Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to the post-game edition of the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm Wildcat Authority Senior Editor Jason Shear and Arizona coming off a 90-65 win over Oregon State. And really, it went as expected. I guess you could say the only surprise was the fact that Oregon State led for five minutes. There were four lead changes in the game, but um, you know, when one team leads for five minutes, but the other team leads for 34 minutes, it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, Arizona started off a little slowly with with turnovers, uh, was turning the ball over too much in the first half, and really it was the type of game where it felt where at halftime Arizona was up 44 to 36, and it felt like if it's just cleaned a couple things up, um, the game would basically be over, and that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, I mentioned turnovers. Arizona had nine turnovers in the first half, uh, only three in the second half. Um, you know, assists had 10 each half. Uh, rebounds, pretty similar numbers. Um, Three-point shooting, you know, shot 30% in the second half, which isn't great, but it's still better than uh, the 28% for the game. Um, you know, 51% uh, in the second half. Um, and so it was It was just like a, it was a better effort, I guess you could say. And, you know, when you kind of compare the halves, uh, the difference between the first half and the second half, you see that, you know, Guy stepped up. You know, Julius Tabellis had eight points in the second half versus two in the first. Uh, Kirk Kreese, eight in the second half versus three in the first. Christian Coloco, eight in the second half versus four in the first. Justin Kyer, six versus two. Um, you know, field goal percentage, you take a look. Julius didn't make a field goal in the first half, uh, three for four in the second. You know, Kerr made one shot in the first half, three for seven in the second. Christian Coloco, one for three in the first half, three for five in the second. Uh, Pella Larson, one for six in the first half, one for one in the second. Uh, and really, you kind of go down the line, and, and that's pretty much, um, you know, it, it's just it was a big difference uh, between halves. Uh, and, and just overall, you could tell that, you know, one team just, you know, kind of took care of the ball and, and was able to turn it on in the second half. And, and Oregon State just isn't um, that type of team. You know, Oregon State isn't good enough to kind of turn things around. And... Um, you know, when you're talking about pure talent, which which I always mention, you know, in college athletics especially, the team that is more talented is very often going to win the game unless something goes terribly wrong. And in this case, the thing that could have gone terribly wrong was Arizona's first true road game. People forget that. Um, you know, yeah, it's not a crazy environment, but this was Arizona's first true road game of the season. Weird things happen at Oregon State. You never know, Right. Um, you know, you take a look at Jared Lucas, scored 17 points, made five threes. You know, he's, he's not that type of player. Added five rebounds, but he also turned the ball over uh, seven times. Worth Alatiche, great player, 14 points, nine rebounds. Um, didn't turn the ball over, played well. But then you kind of go down the line, and there wasn't that third guy. You know, and, and Wayne Tinkle tried to kind of change the lineup, put it to Sean Davis in the starting lineup, but he went three for ten. Uh, did have eight assists, but also turned the ball over four times. Roman Silva, you know, six and four, but 
Uh, Akano put him in the starting lineup, didn't do anything, had four turnovers, no field goals made, one assist, just didn't play well. Um, and then the bench, you know, Gianni Hunter struggled all year. They want more from him. He's turned into a, a guy that they started, is now playing 10 minutes a game. Maurice Kalu, scoreless. Um, and even the guys off the bench that scored, you know, Oregon State had 17 points off the bench, but Arizona had 26. And, and the reality is that the bench deserves a lot of credit for how Sunday night went. And the reason for that is that when Arizona struggled a little bit to start the game, um, Tommy Lloyd went to the bench, and, and Umar Balo, even though you know it's five points, five rebounds, he really calmed things down. Came in, played his butt off for 16 minutes or so, um, played very well in, in the first half, right? And, and so the first half he comes in, finishes with five points, three rebounds, two for two shooting, uh, two steals. Yeah, he turned the ball over twice, but he really kind of changed the game with his ability to, to really be physical in that first half. Uh, Kim Aiken is another guy. Played eight minutes in that first half, had five points, had a three, um, got an assist, got a rebound. Justin Kyer played well off the bench. Pella um, struggled shooting, but did have the three-point play to kind of get some momentum there. And so when you're looking, and Dalen Terry's one for three in the first half, and Azulis doesn't hit a field goal, and Kerr is one for five, and Christian Coloco's one for six, uh, the performances by Kyer, by Bala, by Kim Aiken, um, those are, that's a big deal. I mean, three steals. You know, five points, three steals, hit a three, came again. Uh, that's that's pretty legit for what they needed. And 15 bench points in the first half, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a good deal, right? 16 for 24 on layups. That goes back to what I mentioned, them struggling a little bit. Um, you know, overall, when you're 16 of 24 on layups, you, you could be better, right? And, and so uh, basically what it comes down to is uh, they struggled in the first half. Kirk Reese said that they had a little difficulty what with the zone defense, but once they figure that out, um, and I know what you're thinking when I say they had a, some difficulty with the zone defense, so make sure you get those Sean Miller comments in. But <laughs> um, figured it out, and, and once that happened, it, it was kind of over. And, you know, like I said, Oregon State's just not good enough to keep up with Arizona um, when Arizona is playing well. Um, you know, Ben Mathurin, when he has 29 points on 11 of 18 shooting, has one turnover, adds three rebounds, um, three offensive boards. And and Tommy Lloyd said once he saw Ben grab the offensive board, the first one early in the game, he knew it was going to be a good night for him. And he's he's been pretty consistent, Tommy Lloyd has, saying with Ben that when Ben rebounds, he knows that the rest of the game is going to come. And they, they know Ben. We all know Ben has the ability to score. It's how can he impact the game in other ways? Can he consistently rebound? Can he consistently defend? And we've seen spurts of that last season. And even this season, he's been a little inconsistent. But when he rebounds and he's defending, um, he is a very, very good guard, no matter who the opponent is, right? I don't care if it's Oregon State or the Gonzaga or UC, whatever it's going to be. He's going to play well um, when he's really turned on in other parts of the game. Uh, Dale and Terry... He's another guy, his stats, I'll just kind of go through the players. They don't jump out to you. He only played 21 minutes, um, but still had the five assists, two points, and it was in on on a lot of plays. Uh, Azulis Tabellis, like I mentioned, not a great game for him. Finished with 10 points, five rebounds, four turnovers. Um, it felt like early in the game, he was kind of kind of pushing things a little bit with the turnovers, right? He was kind of make, trying to make things happen. Uh, the two turnovers that he had in a row, kind of forcing the issue to Christian Coloco, uh, and it just didn't really work out. Uh, Oregon State did a nice job kind of playing the lob and, and trying to take that away from uh, from Arizona, and Azulis was kind of 
kind of forcing the issue, which he doesn't need to do. The offense is better when you kind of let the offense come to you instead of uh, forcing the issue overall. Uh, Kirk Kreese was uh, not good in the first half. That's the the best way to say it. Uh, you know, just did not play well in any facet in the first half. Uh, was one for five. Actually started one for eight, I believe, and one for seven from three. Um, you know, his assists, he had two assists to one turnover, just really wasn't doing much. And the second half was much better. And the difference is real simple. Uh, when Kerr's feet are set, and you can say this for most players, when his feet are set, he's a considerably better shooter than when his feet aren't set. So when he takes those shots off the dribble or off the screen and he's off balance, uh, it, it just feels like they're unlikely to go in. When he's set, like he was in the second half, his rate is going to go in. And two for five, 40%, that's really all Arizona needs from is 40%. He's at like 30 three for the season right now if if they can get up to 40 percent on a consistent basis which is asking a lot it's, it's a pretty high number relatively speaking but if they can get to that number overall um obviously they'll be a, a much better team for it with christian coloco it's funny because you know we'll say oh you didn't play all that great but then you look and you finished with 12 points six rebounds uh, and three block shots and a steal in 22 minutes, right? So, um, and still shot 50% from the field. Um, two offensive rebounds, and really, uh, he was fine. You know, he didn't go out and do the 18 and 12 or whatever it may be, but there's he's not going to be able to do that every night. Uh, his plus minus, which is a stat I absolutely hate, but I'll use it, was 17. You're just fine. Um, but again, hate that stat because it's, uh, you know, it, it works maybe in like hockey or whatever, but in, in basketball, um, it's kind of like a fake stat. Uh, Pella Larson did not play well. Uh, played better in the second half, but um, struggled. Again, the shot's struggling. But, you know, when you look at him and, and Tommy Lloyd will say it, that they feel that the other parts of his game are are pretty good and the offense will eventually get there. I mean, you take a look at what he did. Yeah, he shot two for seven, but he had five rebounds, three assists, and a steal, right? Um, plus minus 17, again, if you keep in track. But... Um, two offensive rebounds, had the nice three-point play. He'll get there. Um, I, I, you know, I'm on that train. I, I might look really stupid eventually. Um, I know we're getting to the point where it's like, all right, it's been eight games or whatever it has been. When is he going to turn around offensively? Uh, it's coming. I'm confident in that. Justin Kyer did exactly what Arizona wants him to do. 19 minutes of action, three of six in the field, eight points. Uh, didn't turn the ball over. That's what you need from your veteran backup point guard. Kim Aiken Jr. was a, uh, a very nice story, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's he's probably a better shooter than he gets credit for. 12 minutes, 8 points, 2 for 4 from 3. Um, you know, when he when he gets going from 3, again, Arizona is a, uh, is a much better team for it. But you take a look at Arizona, the 1.2 points per possession, um, obviously is, you know, in, in Oregon State, uh, 0.915. That's, that's going to be your big difference. And, you know, it... it it's not, there's not a lot to analyze here, right? Like Arizona is a significantly better team than Oregon State. And the only way that Arizona was losing that game was if Arizona beat itself, right? If Arizona got cold, um, if Arizona, uh, you know, had shots that just weren't getting in and turning the ball over and all that. And that didn't happen. It happened for like two minutes and then the rest, you know, that was that. And Arizona dominated um, an Oregon State team and, and just kind of blew them out of the water. 18 offensive rebounds, 21 second chance points, uh, points in the paint, 48 of 90 you know, points in the paint for Arizona, 16 fast break points, 
20 assists to 33 field goals. So again, the assist numbers were high. Um, they've actually been higher, but um, they were high again. But, you know, you just take a look and, and it's not, you know, it'd be silly to kind of just analyze the hell out of this game because it's one of those games where one team is better than the other. They played better than the other. And if they played 10 more times, Arizona would probably win 10 more times. And, and that's just the kind of matchup it is. And, and there's going to be other matchups like this in the conference. Um, not this week, though. And we're going to have a couple more podcasts later this week. But this is a big week for Arizona basketball. And I'll just put out there, I'd be surprised just based on everything if they make it out of there 2-0. and um, But if they do and they can go to Illinois and beat Illinois, uh, they'd have to beat a, a solid Wyoming team that is um, that is undefeated and will be undefeated uh, coming into McHale. Um, you know, it's it's you know they're they're one hundred eight in Ken Palm, Wyoming. Um, defensively, not great. So yeah, they're undefeated. They haven't necessarily played a lot of great teams, but still undefeated. But you know, Arizona moved up to number twelve in Ken Palm, and uh, they were number twenty, I believe, going into the game. They now have the twenty fourth best offense, eighth best defense. Their tempo's twelfth. Um, they actually have some luck. I don't know what that stat is, but I know that it's always been low in the past. But uh, the reality is that also their non-conference strength of schedule was bad. Their in-conference strength of schedule, Oregon State, isn't good. And so Illinois, is, uh, it's, it's going to be a big test for them, right? And it's, you know, where I'm not going to pretend like Illinois is some dominant team. Um, but at the end of the day, um, if, uh, if it's a healthy Illinois, it's, Illinois is a good team. Like in Ken Palm, they're 18th right now. It's not that big of a gap. Um, actually, uh, according to adjusted offense, has a better offense than Arizona. But I, I don't want to get too far um, ahead looking at those matchups. But th- it's going to be a, uh, a difficult week for Arizona. But that's the fun. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting kind of seeing that that competition increase a little bit this week. So we'll get to that uh, here in a few days. Uh, with that being said, I'm Jason Shear. This is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. Thanks again for joining us.